Howdy swim fans, here with another episode of Whiteboard Wednesday. And on today's episode, we're talking about the greatest Olympic swimming performance of all time. To set the stage, we're in Beijing, China. It's the 2008 Summer Olympic Games, August 11th, the men's 4x100 freestyle relay. This is day three of these Olympic Games where Michael Phelps is trying to go for 8x8 eight eight Olympic gold. The relay is anchored by none other than team captain Jason Lezak, who anchors in a 46.06 split, which in Rowdy Gaines' own words, is not only the fastest in history, but it blows away the fastest in history. This time is so fast, and 10 years later to this day, no swimmer has come even close to this time. Now there's a number of reasons that put this as the greatest swimming performance of all time, not only for relays and not only just at the Olympic Games. The first is that there's a lot of pressure on this relay specifically. The United States has not won this relay since 1996 in Atlanta at the Olympic Games. Not only that, the French have four sprinters that come together to challenge the United States and on paper they should blow the United States out of the water, pun intended. You also have Michael Phelps, who's going for the record 8 for 8 Olympic gold medals. This was done back in the 70s by Mark Spitz at 7, and Michael Phelps is hoping to surpass that for the greatest Olympic performance of all time. So you have the pressure of Michael Phelps, the French, who are the heavily favorited team, and the fact that the United States had not won this relay in over 12 years. The relay? was a perfect storm. Michael Phelps leads off the relay in a 47.51, which actually breaks the American record. To make things even more complicated, in the lane next to the United States, you have Australian Eamon Sullivan, who breaks the world record, leading off the relay with a 47.2. Between the Australians, the United States, and the French, who are above them, uh, it's really shaping up to be an incredible race. Into the water second for the United States is Gabe Garrett Weber-Gale, who splits a 47.02, about similar to uh, Gillot of France, who splits a 47.05. It seems neck and neck with the US in a slight advantage, but we go to the third leg and the United States falls behind. Cullen Jones drops a 47.6, a monster split, which is slow compared to Freddie Bousquet, who splits a 46.6, who in the prelims had split the fastest relay performance of all time up until this relay. And we dive in, the United States is actually behind at the start of the race. And if you listen to the commentators, uh, Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines, it doesn't seem like there's much hope for the United States because Jason Lezak, despite being a veteran, has been is behind by so much. And Elaine Bernard is the heavy favorite to win the individual 100 meter race. It seems highly unlikely that uh, Jason Lezak can pull it off. He flips with only a 50 meter uh, distance to go and the United States is still super far behind. It doesn't seem like there's any hope but somehow, by the effect of the cameras or the way it's shaped up, it, Jason Lezak makes an incredible comeback. The United States seems to have been settling for silver, but in fact, Bernard loses some ground and Jason Lezak comes out of nowhere at the finish to touch him out, splitting a 46.06 split to Elaine Bernard's impressive 46.73. The United States swims up. 308.24 to the 308.32 by the French team. For context, the prior world record before the Olympic Games was a 312.4 set in 2006. The Americans actually broke that record with a 312.2 in the prelims. So they shatter the world record. And if we look at the splits to really dissect 
What was the difference between Elaine Bernard's 100 meter freestyle that was a 46.7 and Jason Lezak's 46.06? If we look at the splits, uh, Jason Lezak was out in a 21.5, which is absolutely insane. And Elaine Bernard was out in a 21.2, which is just silly. On the second 50, Elaine Bernard, obviously feeling the fatigue of going out in 21.2, falls back in a 25.4, which is still incredibly respectful, uh, a second 50 split in 100. And Jason Lezak is able to come home in a 24.5. As you can see, the big difference happened on the second 50 where he was able to outsplit uh, Elaine Bernard. If you look at the stroke count to understand why maybe Jason Lezak was able to hold it together so much better than Elaine Bernard, the stroke count was 29-34 for Jason Lezak, 29 strokes on the way down, 34 on the way back. And Elaine Bernard took 34 on the way down with 42 on the way back. You really saw that he was tightening up at the end of the race. And a lot of people wonder, how can someone swim so fast? Even today, the current world record holder as of 2018 is still held by Cesar Cielo at 46.9, flat start. Uh, when Jason Lezak split the 46.06, the world record was a 47.2 by Eamon Sullivan. He was 2.5% faster than the world record that was set about 100 seconds earlier in the race. Now I understand there's a relay split and you go faster on a relay, but there's a few factors beyond that that contribute to Jason Lezak going such an insanely fast time. The first is the fact that they were wearing tech suits. If you remember in 2008, up until 2009 at the World Championships, uh, swimmers were wearing full-on bodysuits. So Jason Lezak was wearing a full uh, a Speedo laser along with Elaine Bernard. These suits help you swim a little bit faster and ride higher in the water. It allows their first 50s to be so incredibly fast. Uh, and then pay for it at the end as Elaine Bernard did. Secondly, there was drafting. If you notice how much behind Elaine, uh, Jason Lezak was behind Elaine Bernard, he was in the perfect position to catch a draft and ride that whole first 50 with a little bit less energy. So it'd be safe to say that Elaine Bernard expended more energy going a 21-2 than Jason Lezak did going a 21-5 on the first 50. And then there's a relay start. So it, uh, it's, Unofficial, but official that Jason Lezak's had a 0.06 reaction time on the relay exchange. Uh, if you find the, it online, send it to us. And typically his start might be a 0.72. So he's gaining about 0.6 and change on the relay start. But even then, he would have split a 46.6 in his individual race if that were the case, or even 46.7. But in the individual race, he was a 47 mid. So where is this other time coming from? Beyond the tech suit, beyond the drafting, and the relay start, it comes down to guts, it's spirit, it's pride for his team, for his fellow countryman, Michael Phelps. There really is no other explanation that Jason Lezak was able to pull off such an incredible performance because he had his team counting on him on the line. And that's what makes swimming and other team sports like this so incredibly fun to watch because you do have a team race. Swimming is not only an individual sport, there's a team element. And when you see an athlete perform at that level, when it matters most, when they knew they hadn't won since 96, when they knew the French had a better split time total on paper, and when you know that Michael Phelps led you off and that his entire Olympic glory of eight gold medals at one single Olympic Games depends on you finishing the race in first place, that's where you pull it out and you go a 46.06. So regardless of if you're for the United States or the French, or if you're a Michael Phelps fan or not, 46.06 will still go down as 
for sure the greatest Olympic swimming performance of all time and potentially the greatest moment in Olympic sports because of all of these different factors. If you don't think so, that's totally cool. Would love to hear your thoughts in the comments and make sure you check out the link to watch the actual full video of the race from Beijing, courtesy of NBC Sports. Check out the link. That was Whiteboard Wednesday. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.